0: It's self-show. Play with it. Burnet. No more. Yeah. Herb, bear, Herb, bear, Herb, bear, Herb, bear, and another one. Herb, bear, She rockin', she rockin', she rockin' alone And she poppin', she, she poppin', she poppin' the songs And She makin' she makin' she making her own Cause black girls rock Black girls rock, yeah. she rockin' She rockin' she rockin' she rockin' alone And She poppin' she poppin' she poppin' the songs And she makin' she makin' she makin' her own Cause black girls rock Black girls rock Hey, welcome to another edition of Her Talks. I'm your host, Renee. Um, As I said, we're back on season two. And in this season, I'm doing a different format where my musings are about 15 minutes or so. So if you have 15 minutes to spare, which I hope you do since we're still in in a global pandemic and some of us are still quarantining and working from home, um, I'd like for you just to sit back and dream with me for just a little bit. When is the last time you actually had a dream? And I don't mean like (laughs) you're sitting in class and you're naked and the teacher calls on you. Not one of those dreams. I mean an actual real life, this is what I want to be doing, or this is some place I want to go, or these are the people that I want to surround myself with, or these are the companies I want to start, or this is the house that I want to live in, or this is the legacy, I want to leave my children. When was the last time you actually took time out of your day to dream? Now, I know you may be thinking, we're in a pandemic, there are people who have lost jobs, there are people who are being evicted, there are people who are in the hospital, there are people who have lost loved ones. I am not diminishing the what, as it were. Um, There's a lot going on, Um, but even before the pandemic hit, were you dreaming? I feel that we're now in a space to be even more creative. We have more time on our hands, most of us, even though that time looks very different. Again, kids are at home. It's summer now. A lot of kids are starting to go back to school. Some of us have the option of doing virtual learning, which means the kids are still at home with us while we're working. So what does dreaming during and post-pandemic look like? There are people still out here getting money. (laughs) I've seen it, you know, Um, and so what does that look like? And does your dream even entail a certain dollar sign? I want us to start looking at while not neglecting or negating some of the negative stuff that we see around us. And Lord knows we are bombarded and inundated with that information every five seconds. But I want to take a time out right now because this is not just for you. It's for me, too, because I started really looking at what I have produced since I've had more time. You know, now I don't have that car ride to and from the job. You know, so that saves me 30 minutes that I could be doing something else. I don't have to fight with traffic. <laughs> I don't have to fight with accidents that happen inevitably almost every single morning when I was going to and from different meetings. I have the time. But how am I using the time? Am I Netflixing? Am I Disney plusing? Am I <laughs> just aimlessly watching now that basketball is back on am i just watching sports like what am i really doing with my time and who is going to hold me accountable for that time right so a lot of times we feel like i just i just i can't i can't i just i just don't have the time i just but when we really start to evaluate the time that we are spending on other things we really see that we do have At least some time to look into some of the things that we're trying to do. So that's what I want to challenge you today. Carve out 15 minutes. You're already carving out 15 minutes for the podcast. I appreciate it. (laughs) But I want you to carve out 15 minutes for yourself. A mere 15. It could be 15 before you go to sleep. It could be 15 as soon as you wake up. 15 minutes for yourself and just dream. In the next year i want to be doing in the next month i want to be doing and really start to flex that muscle one of the things i talked to my friend about my best friend Danielle who's known me for God, 16 17 years something like that we <clears throat> sometimes i feel like when we are children we are our truest selves and i was telling her i said what if adulting is just us going back to who we were Originally as children, like before somebody called you stupid or ugly or laughed at your idea before that point in time What if adulting is really just getting back to that inner creative that inner person that really truly believes in what they're doing and what they're saying (laughs) like a little bit idealistic but marrying that with the knowledge and wisdom of being older And so when i think back about who i was as a child i'm like gosh you know there wasn't anything i didn't think i couldn't do right like oh i can beat this boy i can run the fastest time i can spell every word that's on this spelling list i can make sure that i know all of my nines times tables in one minute and i would do it i would set small goals for myself and i would complete those tasks and as a child and as a teenager I had those tasks. I complete the task. Kudos to me. It built up my self-confidence and it moved me forward. But I also feel (laughs) that now that I've become an adult, some of those insecurities that I have carried along the way have been those things that have stopped me from really fulfilling all those things and thoughts that I had, you know, when I was much younger. So what are some of those things? Because we can't negate truth. There are some things that are internally blocking us and externally blocking us, and we have to differentiate between one, which one is internal, external, and two, which is falsehood and which is truth, right? So I could have a goal of, I don't know, playing in the WNBA. I'm 5'4". I have never played professionally or semi-professionally or even on a high school, middle school team. Okay. I'm also 33, <laughs> so I could have had that goal as a child. But now that I look at where I am, just athletically, <laughs> and age-wise, and just where I am in my life, that goal, which it was never really a goal, would not be applicable for where I am now. So we have to not be unrealistic in our goals, but we definitely need to still have them. So how does that shift and change? So again, the internal versus external barriers. Well, those are my external barriers. Okay. And those are real barriers that not saying it's impossible to overcome, but are very, very difficult. And so that is my challenge to you. What are some of your internal and external barriers? What is it? Is it your thought life? Is it your lack of knowledge in certain areas? How can you overcome or can you overcome those barriers? I feel like that's a good 15 minute conversation with yourself. I think you could do it. I think you could dream. I think you have two or three things that pop into your mind automatically. When somebody says dream, when I said dream, what were some of those things that really popped into your mind? Right. And then self-reflection evaluation. What's stopping me from going in that direction? Is it something internal? Is it something external? Is it a truthful thing that I cannot do this or I cannot overcome certain things or is it a falsehood? Is it something that I have just made myself to believe because I'm scared (laughs) or I have some sort of insecurity or something else has come up that's kind of hindered me so here's a story when I started yes I have a therapist it really came out of a need for me just to express and normalize mental wellness in the black community I had dealt with, I've shared this before, panic attacks, anxiety, and depression for probably most of my life. I can probably go back to a time when I was about 13 years old, I think is when I had my first depressive episode. At the time, I don't think (laughs) I knew it was a depressive episode, but looking back on it, the dark thoughts, um, just the isolation, just all those sort of uh, stereotypical depressed type motivations or inclinations that I had back then were very, very evident, but also you have teenage angst. So I don't know if my parents actually looked at me and said, I think our daughter's depressed, (laughs) but looking back on it, that definitely was it. Right? So looking at that, and then as an adult, I was in an environment where I had dealt with a lot of microaggressions and some covert sort of racist, sexist comments at a previous place of employment. And that started to really weigh on me. Now, while I believe, you know, sticks and stones and all that stuff, and I was like pushing through, stuff still gets to you because you're human. And it sinks in and even so, even when I was fighting against that, it was still hitting my heart. And so at the end of the day, I ended up having a panic attack. I mean, wasn't really sure what was going on. The panic attack lasted no longer probably than 15 minutes, but the after effects just rippled through for at least a few days. And I remember going to the doctor and I remember telling him about all of my symptoms. And I said, I don't know. I just maybe it's just stress from work. And he said, Yeah, it probably is. That's a very common thing. He wrote me a script, <laughs> and that was his that was his thing. There wasn't any talk about therapy. There wasn't any conversation about, you know, coping skills. There wasn't anything about, well, maybe you just take a couple of days off of work. It was take this medicine, push through. And as I went to my car, I remember thinking i don't feel like i need the medicine i think i need to quit my job (laughs) and while i am not anti-medication again i am pro self-reflection and being honest had i ever had this experience before no what is the common thread of these you know um physical ailments this this just overall fatigue what is the common line in that and it was my job I hated my job, I loved what I did, I hated my work environment, it was so toxic, and every time I went to work, I literally felt drained. I had to armor up every day, not just the armor of God, but I had to armor up against just subtle comments and just all kind of chaos that was abound around me that I wasn't even involved in, but still affected my work, right? So I say all that to say, When I started openly talking about my own struggles, my own issues, other people were like, oh yeah, me too, especially other black women. And that was important to me because black women, we do so much. We do so much. We hold families together. I can't tell you how many big mamas and and other matriarchs really just hold the family together. And they do so with their own trauma seeping out. And we never discuss the trauma and we never discuss how those effects affect the family because even though she thinks she's holding it together, just like I did with my job, even though she thinks she's holding it together, there are things that seep out. And what I like to say is you end up bleeding on all, all over other people. So I wanted to stop the bleed for myself. And so I started going to therapy. And therapy was what helped me. Now, I know that that's a privilege. I know everybody does not have access to that. And that's also something else that I want to work on. So you talk about dreams. Some of the dreams could come from a barrier. Like this is a barrier. I know that's in my community. My dream would be to remove this barrier. How do I do that? Okay. So I feel like this is pretty applicable to almost anything. You want to open up an online boutique you want to write a book, (laughs) you want to, I mean, I feel like those steps are applicable to pretty much anything that you want to do, and how you want to move forward. As we all are living through this pandemic, I want us to remember that in this conversation, I'm not saying that you absolutely have to be super, super productive. Because again, you're just living through a pandemic, that's productive enough. But if you have a yearning, To do more or you feel like something is just missing I would really challenge you to look into that what's missing why do you feel this way really take time to self-reflect and don't just like hurry through the days or wish the pandemic away or or any of those things because unfortunately we can't do any of those things we can do our part You know, we can wash our hands, we can social distance, we can wear a mask, all of those things. But we have no control over if we get sick, if somebody we love gets sick, um, if random everyday life things happen, car accidents, cancers, whatever. But what we can control is the things that are inside of us that we have yet to let go and show the world. This is a great opportunity to do that if you feel so up to it and you're not so overwhelmed. Again, the challenge here is not to add one more thing to your list. The challenge here is to make your list work for you. Are those things that you are checking off every single day moving you closer and closer to the person that you want to be? If it's not, I would suggest, highly suggest, that we take a look at our list and we change it and we alter it for whatever it needs to look like for us in the pandemic, post-pandemic, if there ever is such a thing. So that is my 15 minutes for y'all today. Take out your dream list, look at your barriers. Are they internal or external? Is it falsehood or is it truth? Find an accountability partner and I'll talk to y'all next week.